Welcome to the Pilot Network Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm your co-host. Adam's out flying the line today, and so I am going solo, but I have an awesome guest to bring you guys today. Uh, Tyler Allerden, one of my closest friends and uh, honestly an inspiration, fellow pilot, fellow entrepreneur, uh, is here to talk about uh, something that he's been working on for a long time. This is kind of the uh, the first time he's talking about it out in the wild and, and publicly, and been uh, generous enough to come on the show and, and tell us about it. Tyler, welcome. How's it going? Thank you. It's, uh, it's going quite well. How are you? I'm pretty good. Busy as ever, though. Uh, we're getting ready for TPNX, which is uh, just a few short months away. So there's planning and a thousand different decisions that have to get made for that. So we're, uh, uh, we're, we're hoping that goes off without a hitch like it did last year and lining up some, some good speakers and all those sorts of things. So uh, hopefully you'll be there, uh, and you know after after we get a chance to talk today, people will come up with some questions to ask you when they see you in person. Yeah, that'd be great. Let me just uh, first ask you to introduce yourself. You know, just tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, what what you're up to, and and how you got here. Yeah, real briefly, I'm in the 63rd ARS down in uh, Tampa, Florida, flying tankers for the reserves. I've been an uh, art for almost a year and a half now and on full-time orders for about a year and a half prior to that. And I've been uh, acting as the air crew scheduler for that amount of time. For our active duty friends, what does an art mean? Air reserve technician, I guess different pots of money, as they say, uh, <laughs> you know, civilian status, wearing the flight suit, essentially doing the same thing as our active duty counterparts, keeping right. the uh, squadron running. So the traditional reservists uh, can come in and just go fly the line. So it, during the day, you're in a civilian status, even if you are wearing a uniform, and then uh, you're traditional reservist doing drill and, and flying on those sorts of pay statuses so separately from that, correct? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, and then a traditional reservist, just to make sure we all kind of get the right context, uh, is basically a, a drilling reservist that comes in for one weekend a month, flies maybe a couple times throughout the rest of the month, and then does the two weeks of annual tour a year uh, in general has a full-time job elsewhere, whether that's the airlines or, or some other type of uh, occupation for pilots airlines tends to be a favorite. Uh, but obviously there there's lawyers and there's police officers and everything under the sun. Yep. And then for your enlisted air crew, the booms in this situation, lots of them are going to college and juggling those schedules as well. So speaking of uh, busy schedules and, and juggling lots of, lots of separate tasks, uh, you're here to talk about ProFlight and ProFlight Blue specifically. Do you mind just kind of telling us a little bit about what ProFlight and ProFlight Blue is and uh, kind of how it came about? Yeah, basically sitting in the scheduling desk and speaking with TR pilots every day throughout the month. I found that I was dealing with an antiquated Excel spreadsheet that pretty much every one of them hated. I heard more times than that, why don't we have an app for scheduling? And I had been working on another project in the tech arena and uh, it was more focused on business aviation, but I decided to pivot and start focusing on seeing if I could solve the problem with air crew scheduling. And that's where I came up with ProFlight Blue. That's very cool. In general, at general terms, 30,000 foot view on what 
uh, the scheduling processes with a decentralized workforce that has essentially another job. You know, in the past, I was working off of uh, G2. Our AMC brothers are probably familiar with that platform. Um, and I would create a uh, Excel spreadsheet, send it out on a, at least a weekly basis, sometimes several times a week, out to the TRs and the arts, and then they would respond via email what they wanted to do. Uh, in many cases, they wouldn't respond because it was such a hassle to view a PDF on their phone as they're holding short in Newark. So I decided to take this platform and, and create a new scheduling product for the uh, squadron schedulers that speaks to a consumer app for iPhone and Android. So their aircrew, pilots, booms, uh, whatever, are able to access the schedule at any point in time in real time. It gives them the opportunity to view the schedule and bid from the phone and put the requested pay status uh, for guard and reservists. There's several different ways we can get paid throughout the year. That comes in. We as schedulers have the opportunity to approve or decline that request. And uh, for some, if for some reason we have to decline it, then we just work with that member to give them a schedule that accommodates their schedule. So essentially, it's a communication tool that you're using to uh, kind of facilitate that process, really give the traditional reservist or guardsman who's out working another job, gives them an opportunity to see what's available and communicate with you on a two-way uh, you know, interface as opposed to like a text message or an email or something like that that's a little bit inconvenient. Absolutely. It, uh, it kind of protects everybody in that sense too because you know, with airline guys working all kinds of crazy schedules. Sometimes it's midnight and they want to input a request for the 15th of the month and it might not be convenient to text me. And if I'm getting text after hours too, sometimes I might have a drink in hand and, and forget come Friday night that somebody wants to fly the following Wednesday and I don't have access to the Excel spreadsheet, obviously. So yeah, this is, uh, it's all instantaneous. It's all saved. Um, we've been using it in the squadron for about four months now exclusively. It seems to be working quite flawlessly. So I know it's it, Profile Blue kind of implies that it's a, it's a spinoff that's uh, focused primarily on the military market. But um, so is it just for reservists or do you think it has a broader application within military scheduling? Yeah, right now um, I'm building it with the intention, uh, primarily guard and reserves. I'm pretty sure that there's definitely an active duty application for it. Haven't really spoke to them particularly yet to see how it would integrate with their system. In the future, I'm looking to uh, create profiles for different types of squadrons, whether it's UAVs or fighters, you know, C-17, with uh, you know a bigger vision where it could be used for you know civilian flight schools as well. Well, that's cool. So it, I know there's a lot of concerns with military flight schedules and OPSEC. FOUO information. So how, how are you working with a lot of that type of stuff and how, how have you tackled that challenge? Yep. So that was a, that was a concern sending out an Excel spreadsheet too. We don't send out call signs, um, essentially an abbreviated call sign and we don't input information to take off and land times. We just do a show time at the squadron. I guess that kind of falls on the responsibility of the individual squadrons just to not put um, compromising information into the product. And it doesn't right. matter, you know, whether that's ProFlight Blue or an Excel spreadsheet or a Word document. I guess wise to be conscious whenever you're sending out any information like that. That's a great point. So, I mean, it's, 
essentially what you're saying is it's not a source document or the system of record. Really, it's just a communication tool. Exactly. Uh, much the same as email or text messaging might be for a, a decentralized workforce. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah this is not going to replace G2 or GTIMS or anything along those lines. It's simply a communication tool between uh, individual air crew members. You know, it eliminates them having to call in and get ATIS or, or view an, an Excel spreadsheet that's out of date or taking screenshots with your phone and emailing them out, whatever, whatever uh, different squadrons are using. This just kind of simplifies the entire process. That's very cool. So what other kinds of uh, challenges have you seen as you've been developing this, this app and, and it, platform, really? I mean, it's more than just an app. It, it really is an end-to-end solution for the scheduling process, <laughs> right, from, as, as seen through the eyes of a scheduler. So what, what types of challenges have you come across and, and overcome and uh, identified that you didn't expect? The one thing I've learned in this entire process is uh, nothing happens as quickly as you expect or want it to. But uh, the other thing is trying, you know, not to boil the ocean. You know, so you good got, ideas don't just don't just happen. <laughs> turn into no, apps like it quickly. They, they don't. They don't just happen. But one thing too, I'm trying not to riddle it with features just yet. I'm trying to make it do three or four things really well, which I believe it is with a long-term vision of adding more features to it. And that's just a, a process, trial and error. After that, you know, we'll move on to the next feature and the next feature. It's an evolving process where it might be months or years before I'm ever happy or content with it. But uh, in terms of you know, the three or four things that it does right now, it seems to be working quite well. Get several people almost daily swinging into my office and talking about how much they really enjoy the product and how much time it's saving them and how convenient it is. It's, uh, it's actually saved me on a couple scheduling snafus. I had in my head certain things and the TRs were able to salvage <laughs> me from making a scheduling mistake. So, Well, cool. So it, I know you showed me a screen share. Do you want to do just brief on-screen demo? Act almost like a sportscaster for those uh, listening on the podcast. Just uh, give us a quick little demo on, on what it does. Yeah, so what I'll do, I'll discuss the app primarily because that's what, if your squadron was to adopt it, 99% of what you would be using the app and only your scheduling desk would be using the desktop product. Um, but essentially, I've got it broken down so that you can view uh, my schedule um, which is your monthly schedule, the flying schedule, and notifications. This will send out notifications when people are added or subtracted to your event. And sometimes if there's lots of changes being made, it just gives you the opportunity to go back and see what you were actually getting notified for. Cool thing about that feature is you get push notifications almost instantly. I mean, just like you would expect, but it actually has the whole history or record of every notification that you've gotten so you you retain a you know a written record if you forget whatever it was that you were yep. just notified about that i think that's really cool yep thank you we'll run through an example maybe if uh you're looking to participate on say the 19th of the month you would go to flying schedule select the number 19 and you can view all of the events of that day 
at that point, if uh, a sim or a flight interests you, whether it's AM or PM, essentially whatever fits with your schedule and or uh, the existing crew composition, you would just select that I'm available to participate in this event, input your pay status. I would then get a notification on my desktop product at work. Uh, in most cases, I would approve it. You would then receive a push notification that was approved. It would show up in uh, my schedule. And uh, from there on out, it's just a reference for your events for the week or for the month. I've, I've had people ask if I can figure out a way to make this their primary calendar. That's not exactly feasible. Uh, fortunately, though, Apple and Android have already conquered that task. Um, and in the next update or two, uh, these, your, your flying schedule will push to your Android and, and uh, iOS calendar. So, yeah, in terms of you know, the air crew side of things, essentially that's, uh, that's how it works. From a scheduler or uh, anyone essentially in ops uh, that has admin approval, you can create events, edit events, approve and decline aircrew flying requests, and it's quite intuitive. We just got a new uh, boom working the scheduling desk, and I gave him about a three-minute tutorial on how to schedule and how to use the software, and he's been running it off that three minute tutorial ever since with basically zero questions uh, related to the actual pro flight blue process. That's awesome. From the pilot perspective or, or the air crew member perspective, because it works for uh, any air crew member. Um, we, we use the app on our phone or something like that. What is, what does the scheduler look at when they're, how, how does that information get back to them? Yep, Schedule just has a desktop product. You mentioned that you have a screen share there. Do you want to just get, kind of give us a quick tour of the desktop product real fast? Sure. Essentially, what I'm seeing is a monthly calendar uh, with it, the day you have selected uh, showing all the available uh, events down the right-hand side. Yep. In this case, today's events. Um, got air crew names, uh, some pay statuses. It gives me the ability to manage whether someone's an MCT or if they're unqualified. Uh, essentially, it, it lets me know if someone needs an IP or an IB so that I can schedule accordingly. It then highlights it when I view the uh, you know, weekly or daily schedule that a pilot or boom is needed in that scenario. So you can uh, set some uh, information based off of uh, status or whether or not someone needs to be supervised. Yep, exactly. Okay. It's kind of a controls built in. That's sure. Awesome. Here, add an event. Got sim, flight, off station trainer, and ground event. You create event profiles and then it saves. You'll see in this case the sims are saved in the middle of the screen. I would just select specific times that the event's going to take place. I would select the type of sim it is and then I would hit save. Maybe if there's a check ride going on during that sim, I would input that in the notes. And then when you're viewing uh, that event on the app, you'll see that Matt Sweet has a check ride on the 29th of June, for example. Same thing for flight and ground events and off-station trainers. You're able to build any event, regardless of the airframe, regardless of the type of event. It's essentially all-inclusive. Yeah, that's awesome. This is actually this is the first time I'm... I'm seeing this view and uh, it, it looks really clean, really simple. 
it does one thing and it, it seems like it does it very simply. So I know you said uh, one of the things you've discovered is not to boil the ocean. Yep. Uh, and, and so with this being very tanker specific, obviously you're, you know, you have the, the events that are very specific tankers and I'm assuming air crew members are, are kind of situated around that, that paradigm as well. What's your long-term vision for ProFlight Blue and, and your, who's your intended audience? Current intentions are to uh, you know, start bringing on some more tanker squadrons and continue to develop it based upon their feedback. I'm also at the point, too, where I'm you know, looking to discuss with essentially any other platform if you know, they have a desire for a product like this. It's essentially just creating a different type of profile around the air crew because uh, it doesn't matter uh, what airframe it is. If they have a SIM, they create a SIM profile. If they have a ground event, they create a ground profile, a flight event, they create a flight pro. It doesn't matter. It's uh, very user-friendly and non-specific. Um, the only thing, you know, that's different is crew composition, you know, depending on whether it's a single seat aircraft or a C-17, you know, with, uh, per, you know, a large air crew complement potentially. Sure. No, that makes sense. It, you'd just be adding, uh, like the whole system can handle uh, as many air crew members as necessary, just as is, just a matter of kind of fine tuning some of those details, make sure the terminology is correct. Yep, that's correct. Oh, yep, awesome. and I built in the, you know, crew position, duty position, or, you know, a booms, you know, their training levels. And obviously, you know, F-15s don't have booms, but, you know, they might have WISOs. So I'd have to create a WISO profile. And then their requirements built in so that, uh, you know, their crew composition is appropriately paired. That totally makes sense. You mentioned that it's been kind of in beta testing right now, or uh, how long has that trial been going on? And, and uh, you, you haven't had hardly any hiccups from the sound of it. What, what's your rollout plan? Well, uh, started using it in January. And I won't say there weren't any hiccups. Uh, there's definitely a handful of hiccups early on. Uh, for example, um, if you started going between too many screens on the, on the app, it would turn into a white screen. Some uh, of my coworkers started calling it a flashlight app. Yeah, uh, <laughs> made the best flashlight app ever, right? Best flashlight app ever. But, you know, we got those fixed within uh, two days. Got a new update pushed out. Got it working. Had a few issues with some push notifications early on. I think we got most of those worked out. And uh, yeah, occasionally I, I anticipate is, is we grow and bring squadrons on board. Uh, there will be other small issues, but you know, my intention is as, as I'm faced with any of these, it'll be fixed expeditiously. It, uh, it, it's been really fun to see this develop from just a good idea that uh, we were talking about in the squadron bar to uh, uh, actually be a functional app that's available on the app store with, you know, a, a test in, in process. So if anyone wanted to get their hands on this, or it sounds like a problem that they have that they'd like to try it out, how, how would they get in touch with you? Um, Tyler at ProFlight Blue, and that's P-R-O-F-L-Y-T Blue. Um, that's probably the best way to get a hold of me or find me on Facebook. Uh, I believe you'll probably put my uh, email address in the show notes or whatever, but 
Yeah, um, absolutely. We'll, we'll put all your contact info in the, sh- in the show notes, but uh, profileblue.com is, is the website, right? Yep, that's correct. Um, you can go there, kind of get an idea what it's all about. You know, see it visually if you weren't able to uh, view this uh, podcast visually. But yeah, uh, if anybody's interested in trying it out, I'm only looking to add one or two squadrons per month. Um, I want to scale slowly, make sure that uh, there's no unanticipated bugs. I'll put it together, white glove it for you. I'll build your schedule. I'll, I'll build your aircrew complement into the software. Basically, I just hand it off to you and you're ready to, to schedule from there. So definitely get a hold of me if it interests you. If you're another platform and want to be a test squadron in regards to testing the software and providing your early feedback, you'll definitely have your fingerprints all over it. So definitely reach out to me if that's something that interests you as well. Well, uh, Tyler, I, I just want to thank you for your time. And I know it's incredibly valuable just with this project and everything else you've got on your plate. So uh, thanks so much for being here. I can't wait to have you back on the show once, you know, a couple more iterations of, of the versioning comes out and we have a couple more feature sets and, and just see where this can go. I think uh, it solves a problem that is historically and traditionally very difficult to solve and and you seem like you've come up with a very uh, elegant and simple solution to it so great job and i can't wait to see what's next yeah i appreciate you uh giving me the platform to talk about it please come out and see us at tpnx on november 9th through 11th in orlando Uh, we'll be at the orlando hyatt right there in the airport terminal uh, for a couple of days and and we'll have some speaking events uh, some vendor booths and Uh, get pilots the information they need. Thanks again, Tyler, and we'll talk to you again next time.